you will notice, I'm the only one here today. Uh, Josh is currently getting his uh, house in order. They are on the moving path. So for the next two weeks, two episodes, you'll probably just be listening to me, Randbull. So uh, get your uh, coffee, get your coffee ready, get your uh, cozy pants on, because you're probably gonna fall asleep. I'm kidding, but uh, in all serious, seriousness, Josh will be back um, in two weeks. Hopefully, um, they're just in the middle of doing some stuff for the move, and as anyone knows, after the moves, that it's quite busy. So, we're going to give him some time. Uh, you're going to hear me today. Uh, there might be someone new or maybe somebody filling in for Josh next week. Um, still waiting for some responses there, um, but today's going to be a little bit different than usual. Um, I'm not going to be hitting anything about current news, anything that's happening today, mainly because um, there hasn't been too much, really, um, from the last episode. We've had more rumors come in, Microsoft apologizing for the backlash from the Halo um, Halo gameplay reveal for Halo Infinite recently, um, a couple things here and there, but nothing too substantial, to be quite honest with you. Some people are really happy right now that the Animal Crossing patch came through. Uh, some new stuff added for the uh, the second or third major update to the game for those who are still playing it after uh, being quarantined. Uh, but yeah, there's really not been a lot to talk about. We're in a lull. Um, no, no really big any anything big happening. Um, there is some talk possibly that Microsoft will be having some sort of additional reveal. Um, and hopefully something from PlayStation 2 or Sony as well because we're waiting for some hopeful information about prices. I mean, it's been um, some time since we've talked about that, but nothing too crazy. So with that being said, we're going to probably have a shorter episode um, It's since it's going to just be me talking about it. And we're going to be talking about something that we've already kind of discussed, but it's going to be focused more towards what I'm doing since... Josh isn't technically doing this anymore to a certain degree. So with that being said, we're going to jump right into uh, Collecting Corner. Uh, and in Collecting Corner this week, uh, we actually, it'll be happening this coming week, but I will be picking up an N64 and I will be picking up a GameCube, which I'm really excited about. Um, uh, it's going to add to the collection. I will be looking to pick up hopefully soon. Um, within this year, uh, an SNES, if the prices go down, <laughs> since they're a little bit ridiculous. Um, and um, keeping my eye out for a Wii U. Um, I thought about getting a Wii, but uh, as I'll discuss later on, and per recommendation, partially from Josh, maybe it's just easier to get the Wii U. So with that being said, um, nothing too out of the ordinary or uh, extremely exciting for Collecting Corner. So uh, we're going to jump right into the games that I've been playing this week. Uh, games haven't really varied. Um, I know Josh has been playing uh, pretty much the same things. He's been playing uh, The Last of Us. Uh, he's almost done with the Master Quest for Ocarina of Time. Um, a little bit of Dragon Quest here, a little bit of um, Final Fantasy Remake here there. So he's been rotating basically core for the four core games he's been playing for a while um and that's probably what's going to happen for the next couple of weeks and months because we're going to be waiting for quite a lot of games coming out and when i say quite a lot i mean games that 
are not coming out um, since there's really not a lot coming out right now. Um, we're in that weird lull between the holiday where, and this happens in the tech industry, um, where there's a lull between the summer and the fall and basically the holiday season where things tend to explode. So for myself, I actually finally, I guess this is technically follow-up, but I just finally got my Joy-Cons today. They actually fixed them on Wednesday. I got a notification on Wednesday. And then they overnighted them, or two-day airship, from Wednesday night to today, which is Friday. So I was really happy to get those. They look cleaner than I remember, so kind of wondering if they just gave me refurbished ones. But anyways, I didn't check the serial number on them. <clears throat> but regardless, uh, now that I have my Switch in, the or it should be played in, in my opinion, <laughs> uh, I will be playing more games, but... What I've played this week so far, Link's Awakening, I'm on the third dungeon right now, um, which is proving to be rather annoying <laughs> and difficult. Um, I'm really enjoying the game still. And to be clear, I'm only playing the DS game, not the um, Switch uh, remaster. Uh, so that's not um, what I'm playing. Uh, and then I also was playing some Dragon Quest Eleven, which was interesting. I got to jump in and do the... Um, pixel art version of the game through uh, some one of the side quests uh, and it cracked me up because I'm currently playing Dragon Warrior slash quest and it uh, references during that process process uh, one of the older towns so um, yeah I've been playing that and then also I picked up if anybody doesn't know that a lot of the Final Fantasy games are on sale um, and that's including, oh, sorry, Square games, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest. So um, I was able to pick up Dragon Quest for relatively cheap, so that was good. Because um, it's the Japanese version, but it's actually different, and it's actually the the remaster, remake version that was on the DS. I don't remember <laughs> how it worked out, but uh, it has added, gra uh, added color to the sprites. It's a little different um, at some different features to it so uh, it's actually pretty pretty decent um but yeah that's really all i've been playing right now um but yeah so i haven't been really stirring any different from uh what i've been playing recently i do think i'm going to start rotating some Link's awakening and ocarina of time with the ds uh just because I don't know if anyone's ever played the original version of Link's Awakening, or technically it's the Game Boy. That, that, I, can't, I have to be corrected on that, but um, if anyone's ever played the Game Boy Color, Game Boy version of the DX version of Link's Awakening, um, it, it gets a little frustrating. <laughs> it's uh, not 100% easy. The first two dungeons were pretty quick. The second one, third, or sorry, the third one was frustrating and annoying, and it it kind of turned me off the game. Um, so I had to stop playing it. And that's why I ended up playing like children of Morta shortly after that. But I, uh, I'm going to try and switch Ocarina of time just to give myself some sort of break in between. So we will, uh, we'll have to hopefully throw some new games into the rotation. Um, maybe some games that I'll be getting through the collection that I might play, but unfortunately we're, we're stuck with this um for now so sorry for doing the same games over and over again if you guys have any recommendations of games that we should play uh give us a give us a shout out and let us know because we are always open to playing different games obscure games 
games that are maybe outside our comfort zone, but please don't send me any sports games because I watch enough sports already, not recently, but I don't I don't really like any games on that are sports. Sorry, no FIFA. Uh, apart from that, like I said, no news, nothing nothing really exciting for me or at least for my end. Um, but I did want to um, quickly just talk about some of the things that uh, Josh and I have been discussing in the past and maybe want to reach out to you guys. Uh, we're, we're thinking about expanding some of the things that we do, uh, whether that's streaming maybe an episode once or twice um, a month uh, live. So you'll basically get like what they call bootleg recording where it's not edited. It's just Josh and I talking. Um, we were maybe just going to do an audio stream. Maybe we are going to do um, a video stream. We, we don't know yet. Uh, a lot of that's changing, but we're uh, appreciating the viewers, um, the, the feedback that we've been getting, and we've really wanted to change and add some more substance to it. Uh, but again, we also want to stay true to how this podcast is built. And this podcast is built not to be somewhere where you re-regurgitate news articles or always talk about what's current. Uh, I think Josh and I enjoy talking about more of like um, deep thoughts or talk about deep thoughts, deep maybe questions that we've asked ourselves growing up playing video games that were that are more or less along the lines of, I wonder if, you know, how it would be different if Halo came to PS2. Or Halo started at PS2, some like things like that. So we really try not to do that. We're always open for any uh, guidance. If anybody has any ideas or wants to hear our thoughts on certain things, we really appreciate it. And two, we try to keep it PG. This is supposed to be a family-friendly podcast. We're not looking at changing that anytime soon, um, mainly because uh, we hope and that there are younger viewers that are listening to us. And even if there aren't, that's perfectly fine but we want to make sure that people who might be like ourselves as parents listening to this maybe broadcasting from their amazon alexa or something like that sorry for those who i just uh started your lady in the tube i apologize <laughs> but um we we want to make sure that it, it is something that people can listen to with kids around and it doesn't uh it's not something that they have to worry about any explicit speed drop so we, we make sure to be pretty family friendly so I know there are a lot of people, some on our network, some people out there in the uh, in our genre that are eccentric, and uh, are um, the word I'm trying to find is uh, their vocabulary is versed in the explicits. That sounds terrible, but um, they're they're just they f- let it frequently fly out, and we don't. And there's nothing against that. It's just something that it's a preference for Josh and I. So we're about 75 episodes in as of today. So it's not like we're tra- we're going to change that anytime soon. So uh, we, we appreciate it. But yeah, we're just wanting to get as much feedback as possible. We have our emails, all of our Twitter handle, the Twitter handles, our gamer tags, things like that. So feel free to reach out to us, DM us if you guys have questions or suggestions or um, really anything. We'd like to talk to you guys. We want to hear what you think good things bad things we appreciate the reviews that we've gotten already on itunes and other uh podcast uh players things like that we really appreciate that and we're just always looking for ways to improve because this is our hobby we don't make money from this this is not something we're asking for money um we don't have our own we have our network ads on but we don't have any ads that are selling you anything 
that could change in the future. But uh, rest assured that even if we get to that point, those will be fielded by us and we will make sure that they are to our standard. Um, that's always going to be something that we appreciate um, or we push for just because that's who we, Josh and I are. Um, um, this is a passion project. It's a hobby and we really enjoy doing it. So we don't want it to become a, an economic uh, power or economic backing to our family. Like we don't want it to be the, our sole or, or a source of income. We we really just wanted to, to use this as a source of expressing our uh, love and joy and Josh's extreme knowledge on pretty much all of gaming history before my time and my sad, sad history of Pokemon and a few other things. So um, thanks for sticking with us for 75 episodes. Um, and we're actually going to take a quick break as this is a short episode. And then we're going to jump right into the topic that I've been alluding to. So we'll be right back. And we're back. Thanks, guys, for uh, coming back and listening. Not that you guys went anywhere, because you're obviously still listening, but uh, we're going to jump right into the next part of the show, um, and we're going to talk about what I, Josh and I have kind of discussed already in several episodes, uh, and we never really went into much detail about what evolved into what my collection focus has been lately. So uh, I wanted to talk about that, maybe maybe use this as a medium to reach out to my and our uh, listeners, to our friends, family, um, just to get some one insight on <clears throat> good ideas, good good finds, good places to look. Maybe you have stuff in your basement that you're looking to get rid of, and they are of the area of the some of the things that I'm looking for, or know of somebody. Um, this is this is basically my way of being very selfish and shamelessly plugging my addiction to uh collecting these games and um and i would not like to uh, maybe i want to refrain from using the word collecting and rather use the word collecting with a cause uh collecting with the 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 purpose of actually wanting to play them so not just letting them sit on a shelf but we'll get into that so uh, a few weeks months and during basically the start of this pandemic um, but even before that, I I have always been a huge Nintendo fan uh, growing up. My first Nintendo device was a Game Boy Pocket, which was a red Game Boy. Uh, and then I was gifted a Game Boy Color, a teal, the right color for all Game Boy Colors out there. Everybody that hates teal, I don't understand why, it is my favorite color. I don't. Um, I like Atomic Purple, and I have an Atomic Purple Game Boy Color, but... Teal is what I'm looking for. So if there's any people who have a good Game Boy Color teal out there, let me know. Uh, but yeah, I started playing really Nintendo consoles, handhelds, um, when I was very young, really around five or six, six, five, six, seven years old. Um, and I was playing Pokemon. Um, and I also played, surprisingly, Dragon, at the time it was Dragon Warrior Monsters, um, which is very similar to Pokemon and a couple other games on the Game Boy. But uh, I really started there, and it, it kind of skyrocketed from that. I 
ended up having friends who had N64s, and we bought an N64. Um, we had a GameCube. We've had pretty much ever since the N64 every form of uh, Nintendo consoles except the Wii U. Um, my family had a Wii, and uh, it was okay. <laughs> it didn't really get any ex- more exciting than uh, more, many more exciting initially for me than uh, until I was older, um, and actually well into um, my college years, I started to have more appreciation for the GameCube, which is a di- or sorry the uh, Wii, which is a different story. But I had been playing Nintendo games, Pokemon, Mario, Zelda, well, some of the Zelda games. Um, but yeah, I had been spending a lot of time on Nintendo consoles uh, up to a certain point. Um, I think when I was able to purchase my first Xbox is when I it fell off the face of my focus, or it fell off focus for me. I was more interested in playing the games like Call of Duty and um, Grand Theft Auto and things like that. So I played a lot of shoot 'em shooters and um, action-based games, not a lot of RPGs or JRPGs because that to me wasn't important. I played a lot of Battlefield, I played World of Warcraft, but but not anything on Nintendo. I really didn't play much. And I played Super Smash Brothers. I mean, everybody in college played Super Smash Brothers. That was like the thing. Um, our fraternity had a, uh, one of our common rooms had a uh, big TV, an old DLP projector TV um, hooked up to a Wii, and we played Brawl. We played melee i mean we played pretty much anything we could get our hands on and we'd have competitions because we're children and uh, would stay up late at night playing these on school days and uh, after ch- our chapter meetings for, f- for our fraternity so we we did it a lot we played a lot and that was the only real exposure i got from playing nintendo games until i got older and older meaning i got out of college i continued to play you know fallout i continued to play the first person shooters um, wow, occasionally here and there, but I really wasn't back into it until quite recently within the last three years, maybe. And I blame Josh, but I don't, I can't use the word blame because Josh obviously introduced me into or reintroduced me to these games that I passed over when I was younger because I was focusing on other things. So, um, the trip down memory, memory lane, memory lane. Wow. Good job comes to within the last three years where uh, I, I started to play more Nintendo DS games and then also when the Switch came out I had to get that because the idea of having a handheld Nintendo console not a handheld portable device like a GameCube or a Game Boy this was a full-fledged console really changed it for me and when I saw Breath of the Wild I was sold and to be honest ever since then I haven't been able to put my Switch down I've played so I've put so many hours into that that uh, I, I I looked at my profile the other day and it was pretty crazy <laughs> to be to be you know to be honest I was really surprised to see how many hours I had put into it. So uh, having that in mind, having the backing of playing those games and getting back into owning a Switch. Uh, I started to play Zelda games. I played Breath of the Wild, and then they started porting several Final Fantasy games over. They had 
all these uh, rogue-like games, these permadeath games that I've never played before, and all these indie games. Like this was this console was introducing me and reintroducing me to a lot, um, and I played the continued to play the heck out of them. But something happened. I'd say it had it had always been something in my mind that I wanted to do was to go back and get some of the things that I owned as a kid and revisit some of the games I got to I didn't play because I was as I was getting older I was having more of a appreciation for them but watching other people play so um I think that itch was already there Josh just pushed me over the edge Josh has introduced me to a lot of things that I didn't get to do when I was younger mainly because I my friend groups they didn't want to play these games or I didn't want to get into things like uh, role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and things like that I, I, I really wanted to do that but I didn't have a group of friends that were interested so Josh has really been able to introduce me to um, such a different genre so many different genres and um, uh different franchises games themselves uh styles of games so josh had talked about i think initially it was he had found his uh, snes and also was i guess his children were interested in some of the games that he had owned and some of these older games is to to be honest and i've said this five bajillion times so there's got to be a counter for how many times i've said to be honest but Josh's kids have a really great appreciation for some of the old classic games and I can only envy I can only hope that my daughter and children try to be not try to be like that but not to say like they copy him but I want my children to have that same respect if they end up liking it and uh, he's done a really good job of some people would say brainwashing I say educate uh, his children on the uh, classics and just hearing about him talk about it and then looking for this retro console, you know, it, I, I, I caught the bug. I don't have anything I collect right now. There's no other hobbies that involve me collecting. I like a lot of things and my wife will tell you this and my family will tell you this. I have a lot of hobbies. I like cars. I'm huge into cars. I love w working with tools. I have a shop basically in my garage. Thanks to my father who is a carpenter, uh, and slash contractor so like i have all these skills that i've gained as i've got grown up that i use and fuel my hobbies and i've always played video games i've always loved video games but i'd never never had this collecting this there wasn't something to scratch that itch of wanting to collect and own these certain things because there's, there's a certain feel to it and I'm gonna, i want to talk about that but there's a certain feel to what i'm doing right now that is different than just buying a game brand new. This is much different. So we're going to talk about that now. Josh got me to go over the edge and start collecting. I, my, I looked, I sat down like I normally do, made a plan, talked it with my wife because I do everything with my wife. I could talk through things because I need that, that extra person to put a, uh, put a different side of the story put somebody in the the other the other side of the table to tone me down to bring me down to earth basically and i set up a plan i said this is what i want to do i never want to buy something that just sits on the shelf that was number one i make one exception to the one japanese game that i bought which is the pocket monster green pocket monster screen or pokemon green version because that is something that as a child i wanted and i had friends who would 
try and boast that their mom and dad would were trying to import that version to them and it was silly because it's in japanese i don't know any japanese so there's no way i'm playing it but just owning that to me is means a huge deal but I, nothing i'm going to collect is going to sit there unopened or stay sealed i won't buy any sealed games to be quite to be frank because why would i buy them if i'm going to play them my goal is to collect the games and play them collect to play that's the focus not collect to sit on a shelf or display they'll be displayed but i'll be grabbing them to play and that's i think what separates me from like the typical collector maybe the 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 limited edition collector i'm not looking to do that maybe one or once or twice i'll buy them limited editions i mean there's a josh <laughs> tweeted towards me and I, maybe i'll put this in the show notes but um Josh reached out to me through his Twitter and said, "Hey, look, Stardew Valley is having a physical class, you know, physical collector's edition. Jump on it." That's I'm not going to. As much as it looks awesome and I totally want to, I'm not going to buy that. I already have it and too many versions already of it in different consoles. I don't need it anymore, but I'm not I I buy something like that is what I'm trying to say. There's never going to be a, chan- a time when I'm going to buy it just to let it sit so with that in mind i wanted to look at what what do i want to what game systems am i looking for primarily and that's nintendo i will be i do have a playstation 2 my original playstation 2 it's like the one console that i did not sell as a child thank god or i think it's mine i hope it is but i didn't sell it in my ps2 and i had one game that i kept so I still have the game that I played when I was when I was younger, and that is the last remnants of what I had, which is really depressing to be really uh, upfront with you. But um, my focus is going to be Nintendo, with the occasional dabble of PlayStation Two games, um, and maybe even PS3 and PS4. When I buy a PS4 at the end of the year, depending on the prices of the PS5, maybe bumping that down for me. Um, and maybe I'll talk to you guys why I'm not buying the PS5 launch. Um, but I'm going to focus on buying those Nintendo systems. As you already know, I already have an NES. I, I wanted SNES. Uh, I, I want to buy the games for, on original hardware, so I want to play them on original hardware. I understand that I can get Link to the Past through the Nintendo online uh, store, through, through their, uh, the two emulators that they have now. Guess what? I already played Link to the Past through through that, but I still want it because I'm going to play it on original hardware too eventually. But I want to play it on original hardware because to me that that is the where I get to immerse myself into how it was intended, not through the veil of a emulator or um, a remastered version. There will be some that I want to play remastered because it's available, but I will still buy it on the original hardware. So. I NES I have SNES I don't have I have not physically right now with me but I have locked down an N64 I have locked down a GameCube I could get a Wii but I'm going to wait for the Wii U uh, and I want to get those consoles I have a PlayStation 2 I don't plan on getting a PlayStation 3 because to me that doesn't make sense PlayStation 4, on the other hand, 
that's an option. And that's definitely an option because I want to play games that Josh has introduced me to. Games like Horizon Zero Dawn that I didn't get a chance to play. I didn't get to play. I'm, I'm missing out right now on the Final Fantasy VII remake, which I finished the first original one on my Switch. I also have been missing out on The Last of Us Part Two, which is killing me. Really, it is. I've avoided spoilers like crazy. And it's really hard because people suck. <laughs> but I want to get a PlayStation 4 to play those games. And I would like to collect some of those games too, but that's later down the line. PS5 is coming out. Yes, I know people. I'm not going to buy launch because I understand it's backwards compatible, but I don't plan on buying a $500 plus launch console. I won't be buying it until at least mid-generation maybe two years from now, three years from now, so that I can get, let you guys get the kinks worked out, but also because the prices will go down. But collecting the games I'm looking for for Nintendo is my focus. But what I'm looking at is hitting all the Zelda games. I never really played a lot of them, unfortunately, growing up. I, I shouldn't say, not that I didn't play them, but I didn't beat them. I've played several of them throughout the years, Wind Waker, First Zelda, um, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. I've, I've played these games, but I've never finished them or owned them. So now this is my chance to do that. Um, there's, I'm looking mainly on the first party Zelda games because there are like the third party uh, uh, spin-offs. Minish Cap to me is still technically first party in the sense that it's uh, it's the most Zelda-y game <laughs> of the third party if that makes sense so like cadence of hyrule like i'm not gonna get that as much as i would like to that sounds like a fun game to bit get it's not to me that's a third party zelda game um but yeah i'm going to hit the zelda games also dragon quest because that's like the bread and butter of jrpgs it's something that continues to be the same over and over again it's not uh, anything different than it was from the original dragon quest slash warrior that I'm playing right now. There's the, the concept is roughly the same, but they, they've done it in this way where they've added new features, graphic. I mean, it's enhanced over time, years over year, but it's, they haven't changed the equation. It's still the same. And th- I, I love it. It's something that I'd like to play, and I want to play... Not, I want to try and play all of them. It's going to be hard, especially with Zelda. I'd like to get all of them. So, And due to prices, they're super expensive. Some of them are. So my goal is to get those as well. And then, not finally, but the the other side is, or the, one of the other three main franchises will be Final Fantasy, and that will span, obviously, through PlayStation 2 and into the other PlayStations, since uh, most of them have come out on, mainly on, those, on the Sony system. There are occasionally the ones that get ported over, which I own on the Switch now, uh, but... I'd like to get them on the original hardware for the most part. But then and there's going to be things that I want to get that are also not amongst those three franchises that will come here and there. Pokemon, I eventually want to get all the Pokemon games again just to have. Um, I've beaten pretty much all of them up to Leaf Green and Fire Red um, two, multiple times, so I don't need to get those. But those will be ones that I kind of, if I find a sweet deal where I can get a bunch of them for a really, really good price, I'll get just to have. And maybe I'll jump back to get those and play them again. But 
those are going to be like the small exceptions I make. Um, but the rest are just going to be games that I pick up here and there. And, uh, the, they're, that's really the focus is just to kind of go with the flow, but mainly focus on those three franchises and then take it from there. I'm not going to go and try and create a collection of games that I will never play. Like I'm not going to find some obscure tennis game for the PlayStation 2. No, um, that's to me, that's a waste of money. To me, I'm going to be focusing on the things that I like and maybe things that get introduced to me through the community the collecting community, Josh and other friends. So, um, that's the other area I want to talk about after that I've expressed to you my plan. Um, I want to talk to you about two more things. One, the community, um, the community that I've found and, and basically fell in love with, uh, and that's the collecting community. And then I like to call this a call to action, a cry for help. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the community now. since the uh, the real brunt of the community is on Reddit, or at least the ones that I've been following. Um, there's two subreddits, Verifying Gaming, or Verifying Games, and Retro Gaming. The Verifying has been super helpful, mainly because I can see people posting games that they've purchased, and through the community, they're able to verify if they're legitimate or not. Uh, and to me that is a huge huge help because i'm still learning there are so many quirks to certain things and so many caveats for this and that whether it's uh, like a super famicom games or things like that like there are there's clearly some room for uh buffoonery that's the way i call it somebody trying to sell something that's legit not legitimate so um, I'm going to utilize that community, which has been super nice. I've actually po uh, haven't posted something yet, but I have plan on posting something in the future whenever I uh, acquire something, uh, just to make sure. Especially if I don't feel comfortable, and even too, I might even send pictures before I make those purchases. And then there's the other community, which is the retro gaming community, and that very that is a pretty lively and uh, active community. You see a lot of uh, home-brewed things on there too as well a lot of backlit Game Boy colors things like that and it's really cool because it just shows you some of the ingenuity people have to revamp some of these retro consoles games systems but also people expressing wants searching for a certain uh, special hole in the wall that have these ridiculous priced games which then become probably sold out because people go to them like crazy um, but it's it's a really nice community of all genres, so you can really find a lot of uh, good threads in there that'll help you purchase or just talk about some of the games that you grew up playing. Um, but so far, the community's been really great. I haven't had any really big problems. Purchasing on eBay is okay. Um, you really got to be careful what you do. I've I luckily have been smart and know when somebody is selling something to me that could be potentially fake. I did have an issue with somebody selling me a, quote, sealed game. 
that was not sealed, and this was a sealed game for Switch, so it was a new game. And uh, it was clearly resealed, but all the codes inside worked, so I wasn't going to complain, and I got it for much cheaper than I would get it anywhere else. So it is legitimate. I know that for a fact, 100% legitimate. It just, for some reason, looks like they bought the game, played it, and then got bored, and then resealed it really badly. So, But the community itself really has been uh, super helpful um, with finding deals, um, understanding price charting, using price charting. When someone recommended that to me, that like changed my world. I have a huge collection, or sorry, a wish list on there. Um, maybe I'll go through that wish list before we go. Um, but it's been super awesome to get involved in. You can really tell there's a lot of passionate people on, in the community and they know their stuff. So I'm really happy to now be part of that, even though I am ever so slowly collecting <laughs> and just starting. So no time like the present. And then finally, um, I like to call this a call to action, a cry for help, mainly because uh, I'm looking, <clears throat> I have made connections and contacts with people who have basements full of stuff that they don't want, games, or have come across things. And I've been very, 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 very lucky. Josh, ha Josh hates me because of this. And I wouldn't say hates me, but hates the fact that this is probably happening and I'm not trying to do this, but it just has been. People have been coming to me, or I've t in conversations, someone has mentioned that they had a collection they were trying to get rid of, or they had things taking up space in their basement or garage. And I've been very lucky, and, and uh, I'm not going to complain. But what I've been having a hard time finding locally, um, and that's fine if you're not local, if you're selling on eBay or Anything like that, you can reach out to me, but um, I've been trying to find a good SNES. Unfortunately, with the pandemic and where I live, I had, I'm had i unfortunately not close enough to go to any of these retro stores. There are a few within reach and driving distance, um, but I'd have to make it a trip, and they're all, some of them are only doing curbside, which makes it really difficult, um, especially when they're not taking uh, orders on the phone for consoles because of how... Some of them are rare, and some of them are F5 demand. So um, if you have an SS SNES, if you have a Wii U, let me know. Give me a message. Shoot me a message. If you're interested in giving it away, cool. But I'm happy to pay for it. That's the whole point of this is that I'm purchasing something from you. Um, and I want people to understand that's not what I'm asking for, free stuff. No, I, I am fully under under the my impression is that I'm going to buy it and pay for pay you for it. Um, that is completely up to you how you wish to accept the payment or not accept the payment. Um, but my my goal is to pay somebody for the goods. That's the point of this. Um, so if anybody knows anybody that has SNES that they're willing to sell. It's in good condition working, preferably, obvious, and has controllers. doesn't have to have games. If you have games, cool. I'm looking to maybe buy a lot, and I mean a lot as in a lot of games, a group of games with it if you have them. Uh, that's That would make it easier for me. Um, and I will probably, after I finish this spiel, I'll probably post my wish list within the show notes or maybe if I can find an external link to it. Um, to see if anybody has any of those games and they can reach out to me. But I'm really looking for that. Um, if you have any of those, give me a heads up. Otherwise, 
Um, this is me ranting about collecting. Uh, I think uh, you've heard enough from me. Um, I'm going to currently pull up my price charting um, wish list. Uh, but while we're waiting, or at least while I'm loading it up, I did want to do a Beyond the Beaten, tra- Beyond the Beaten Trail. And a game that I was going to recommend was Killing Floor 1 and 2. And I'm going to mash those together, mainly because they're such good games. It's like Doom, basically, but within a multiplayer setting of Horde. It's a Horde multiplayer. And the music behind it's great, it's creepy, it's it's a lot of fun. And I never played the first one until I played the second one, which is kind of backwards, but my, our friends or my friend group bought it. Um, it's still really cheap right now. You can get it sometimes as low as like three dollars. Um, the fir- the second one, and uh, it's it's fun to jump around and try and see how far you guys can last. It's difficult for sure, uh, and if you're easily scared, I probably wouldn't play this game. Um, there's not like jump scares or anything, but there's just the fear of being chased. So if you don't like that, don't play it. Um, but it's such a good game because of the how dark it is, the colors of it. Um, the music behind is uh, legitimate bands, bands that I listen to, like Demon Hunter and things like that, that are in these games. And that's what I think is kind of cool because I can be playing in one of the maps and I hear one of the songs come on. And I go, hey, I know who that is. So, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely a good game if you're into horde shooters. They're fun. Um, super gory, super creepy, uh, but awesome at the same time. Um, if you, if you like doom, you'll probably like this, except you're not destroying alien demons. You're, you're destroying abominations (laughs) made by some mad scientist. And yes, he's German, I think, or one of them is, uh, it is not easy. Just a heads up. So don't expect it to be easy. All right. Well, we are on my wish list right now. (laughs) There's, uh, 87 of them. Wow, that's quite a lot, Justin. Um, So I have 87 or so games that I'm looking at purchasing. Um, Not not all at once, obviously, um, but I'll quickly go through some of the the big ones. I have Game Boy Color Advance games on here that I'm going to ignore just because I think we've all... uh, We are under the impression that I'm not going to get those as a priority. But uh, starting with GameCube, uh, looking for those Mario parties. They're stupid expensive now, so I'm going to kind of hold off on that. Uh, Metro Prime, Pikmin. I never really played Pikmin myself, and I really enjoyed watching my friends play, but I never got to experience it, so I probably will pick up Pikmin eventually, and if I like it enough, get Pikmin too. Um, Super Mario Sunshine, I loved that game so much. Again, never owned it, <laughs> but, but uh, played a crap ton of it. Uh, I hope to, to play it myself on my own console. We have uh, Zelda, Twilight Princess, and Wind Waker. Those are both games that I really, really, really want to play that I never got a chance to play myself. Um, and unfortunately, Wind Waker is another one of those expensive ones. For the NES, I have Abadox, which is a really obscure game. Even though I said I wasn't going to get this, this is a game that's creepy. Very creepy. Creepy spaceship shootery inside a demon thing type of game, which is remnants to a game that just came out now so 
uh, Castlevanias, Contras, Donkey Kong Classics, uh, all the Dragon Warriors. So we're talking like two, three, four, Legend of Zelda, and one and two. I'm trying to pick up, hopefully soon. Um, I have my eyes set on that. Mega Man's, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, because I played the older Ninja Gaiden, or the more recent Ninja Gaidens. Um, they're really fun, and I've heard Ninja Gaiden is extremely hard. So that'd be kind of fun to try and fail on, maybe on Twitch, trying to play one day. And then there's Super Mario Brothers 2. I have 1 and 3. I just don't have 2 yet. Um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games I used to play. Um, Top Gun, because it's Top Gun. Um, let me see. Some DS games. N64, obviously. Oh, Ocarina of Time. Um, Super Mario 64. Um... There really isn't a lot of 64 games I'm looking for, even though it is one of the systems I'm really looking forward to having. <laughs> kind of backwards. Um, some Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. A lot for Super Nintendo. Earthbound F-Zero, Final Fantasy 2, 3, Harvest Moon, Illusion of Gaia, um, more Mega Man, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, uh, Super Mario World. That's definitely one I really, really want. Uh, Super Metroid... Uh, and a link to the past is probably up high up there. So that's what I have now. There's more that I want that I just haven't added to it. Um, but I highly recommend using price charting if anyone gets into collecting because it's super awesome. And it gives you prices for the loose, um, complete, meaning it's a game in a case. Uh, and then uh, new slash shield. S sorry, sealed. And the prices are regularly updated in our market price. They're usually any of the retro stores are going to mark if not the exact amount that it's at now or lower, maybe even more expensive. But usually they try and go by the price charting site, so which uh, makes it a little easier when you're going out to go buy these games. You can at least anticipate how much they're going to cost. But yeah, that's my spiel. Um, I know this is a different episode. It's shorter. I had a, some other dude talking by himself, which is me. Um, but uh, I hope you guys were able to enjoy Blab about my collection, my ideas, my focus, my thoughts towards the whole process. Uh, if anybody has any recommendations, has some leads, anything like that, please reach out to me. I'm more than happy to follow them. Uh, I will not be traveling to buy these things right now. Um, so unfortunately, if you are not in the state of Illinois, I will not be traveling to go buy these things, uh, especially consoles, as much as I would really like to. Uh, I would ship them. I would pay for shipping if you're willing to um, ship things. Uh, obviously, I'll pay for the the postage, but I just want to make sure that if you're willing to do that, that's totally acceptable. But that's enough about me. I think I'm done talking to just you guys. So, well, at least for now. Um, we'll talk to you guys next week.